ready to take a ride, grab your coffee, and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. Speak my word is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davis. And we are living in the time of the end. T-minus five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. We will be reading tonight from the King James Edition. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus so you don't come up short. Welcome back everybody. We're going to be uh, picking up where we left off yesterday over in the book of Genesis. We're going to be on chapter 20. Let's open up in prayer. Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this day. This is the day you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every one of us and our families. All those tuning in, God, we cover them in the blood of Jesus. We invite the Holy Spirit to come. Holy Spirit of God, in Jesus Christ's name, teach us your word. Let us not forget it. Bless the hearer today. We all shall bind every demonic force that would come against any of us. Try to take us out. Help us all, God, in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Battling just a little bit of congestion here. Uh, crazy humidity the past couple of days. We went through a dry season, and we're still in the dry season here in Bali. But then it started raining, and I'm, I'm thankful for the rain. We need it. But, shot up the humidity by about 30%, or 30 points, excuse me, 30 points. It's, ooh, 30 points. It's raining out there again. I have to turn the dehumidifiers back on, pull some of the water out of the air, but jacked up my sinuses. But, I'm surviving, thank God. So, here we go. <clears throat> We're going to pick up in uh, Genesis chapter 20. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur and sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she's my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah now this is a repeat of what had happened to Abraham and Sarai, his wife, now called Sarah, before, when they were going through Egypt. Abraham said, you know, to himself, my wife's so beautiful. Surely somebody's going to see her in one of these lands that we're entering in. They're going to kill me to get her. So he made a deal and he said to his wife, uh, you can appear to them as being my sister that way they won't kill me so they can have you well that just made it very clear to them that uh, hey she was open open to a relationship if she's 
not his wife, but it's his unmarried sister. So here we go again. This time, Abimelech, the king, took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man. For the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. That means put him into an adulterous situation. But Abimelech had not come near her. And he said, Lord, wilt thou slay also a righteous nation? Said he not unto me, she is my sister? And she, even she herself, said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart, in innocency of my hands have I done this. Now he was correct in that. He had not yet had relations with her, and as far as he knew, she was single. Well, God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou did this in the integrity of thy heart, for I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I thee not to touch her. Now, therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, know that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are thine. Therefore Abimelech rose early in the morning, and called all his servants, and told all these things in their ears, and the men were sore afraid. Then Abimelech excuse me, called Abraham and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? And what have I offended thee, that thou hast brought me, brought on me, and on my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said unto him, What sawest thou, that thou hast done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought, Surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. And yet indeed, she is my sister. She is a daughter of my father. Uh Uh-oh. But not the daughter of my mother. So it was his half-sister. She became my wife. And it came to pass, when God caused me to wander from my father's house, that I said unto her, This is thy kindness which thou shalt show unto me. At every place, whither we shall come, say of me, He is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and manservants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham and restored him Sarah his wife. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before thee. Dwell where it pleaseth thee. And unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes unto all that are with thee and with all other thus she was reproved so Abraham prayed unto God and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants and they bare children so looks like God had closed up Abimelech's womb uh, the womb of his wife so that they were not going to be able to have any more children until Abraham prayed and he was healed. For the Lord, yes, Yahovah, here we go, had fast 
closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech. Wow. Because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. You don't mess with God. And when God says do something, we do it. If Abimelech had been prideful and thought, hey, no way I'm going to give her back, be disgraced, he would have died. And so would have all that pertained unto him. Genesis chapter 21. And Yehovah visited Sarah, as he had said. And Yehovah did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age. Now Mega Man had some children uh, in the second part of my life, but not really my old age. Only in my 50s. Late 40s. But here we are. We're talking about a man who is about pushing about 100 years old now. Come on. But, um, that does give me hope. No, I'm not going to have any children at 99. Um, go to the Lord. Okay. Unless God wanted it now, he'd have to touch Narita. Okay. If he, if he says that's okay, I, I will t- Let me just clarify, Lord, if you want me to pull another child at 99 and you want to touch Narita so she didn't have to have a C-section this time, and that's okay with me. That's okay. Uh, for Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of, that, of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. Isaac. I think in Hebrew it would be Yitzhak. Yitzhak Rabin, Isaac Rabin. Was the name of that... Uh, prime minister who was assassinated Yitzhak Isaac in English and Abraham circumcised his son Isaac being eight days old as God had commanded him I think that's the day that all children all male children are supposed to be circumcised the eighth day right that's when brother Alcubbett said you got enough uh, vitamin K in your system at that point uh, to help with the blood clotting that will need to take place as they lop off the foreskin and Abraham was a hundred years old wow when his son Isaac was born unto him my great granny lived to be a hundred and four and you know what she was strong I remember visiting her with granddad and uh, she was in a a care home at that point and granddad would go over there and feed his mom every day make sure she was taken care of go see her every day until she died and uh, that's a good son and I went in there with him one time and granny grabbed my arm squeezed it said let's go she wanted to get the heck out of there she was strong. Okay. Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born in him. And Sarah said, God had, hath made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. And she said, Who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given child children suck? 
for I have borne him a son in his old age. Well, you know what? I guess God touched her mammary glands and those breasts swelled up and that baby was suckling, you know, in her 90s. Can you imagine? She was laughing about it. For I have borne him a son in his old age, she said. And the child grew and was weaned. So I don't know how long that she um, gave him milk. Maybe Jemima's still getting a little bit of milk. Now, she's only a year and a half. Uh, I think Jeremiah went two years. And uh, Narita said, how long I got to feed him? You know, I said, hey, shoot for two, two or three years, be good. And she looks at me strange, you know, before you wean him. <clears throat> I think my uh, one of my little sisters, Brianna, I think she was uh, nursing up until about three years old. And uh, there's a uh, there's a, a funny story in my family. I've told this before, but maybe you haven't heard it. And it supposedly it was true. My granddad Weber told me the story that he said when his father, which would be. Uh, my great-granddad Weber was going to school back in the, you know, early part of the century, late 1800s, early 1900s, I guess. Um, there He was going to school, and there was a boy that went to school with him, and he was an early, you know, preteen. And this boy must have been like 14 years old, he said, one of granddaddy's friends. And uh, he had not been weaned yet. And he would um, come home from school and yell out to his mama, Hey, mama, come meet me. Come meet me, mama. And he would take his mama and throw over the bed and get that ninny. Literally, he was still nursing at age 14. I kid you not. Then my granddad would laugh after he told me the story. and I asked him that many times, tell me the same story. I don't know what the world record is but this guy back on the farm South Georgia that great granddaddy knew was 14 years old and he was still suckling from his mother he said he couldn't get enough I guess true story true story you know I guess that milk will keep on coming so there we are and I do believe a child should uh, be nursed absolutely I don't believe in formula now some people, they just don't have milk. I understand. Thank God for formula. But uh, there's a lot of ladies out there that just don't want to nurse their child. And that's not good. Because you don't have the bonding that you need to have there when you suckle as an infant. Of course, you need that colostrum, which uh, babies need for all those human growth factors. And, uh, you know, a lot of people just don't want to be bothered. Now, I think uh, the Queen of England, she didn't nurse her child. They'd have like a nursemaid come in there. Come in there and nurse that child. And sometimes, you know, you needed the help of like a nursemaid if you didn't, again, produce milk back then. They didn't have formula, I guess. But uh, I heard goat milk's pretty good. If you can't nurse your child, buy you some goat milk. Yeah. Okay. So Isaac Suckling, I guess his mama was in her late 90s at that point, right? Anyway, they weaned him. The day came. Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, 
which she had borne unto Abraham mocking because remember before this occurred Sarah convinced her husband to uh, marry uh, Hagar take her as a wife one of her nursemaids and uh, assistants and she was uh, part Egyptian right son of Hagar the Egyptian or was she full blooded Egyptian I don't know but they had had a, a child Ishmael so Ishmael was the first but he wasn't the child of promise the promise God had made was that Sarah was going to birth the child and now that promise has come in the form of Isaac but Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian which she had born unto Abraham mocking wherefore she said unto Abraham cast out this bondswoman and her son for the son of this bondswoman shall not be heir with my son even with Isaac and the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son now Ishmael was Abraham's legitimate son but just not the child of promise that God had wanted them to have but they didn't believe God could cause her to get impregnated in her 90's and now Abraham is faced with having to please his wife Sarah and there's uh, division in the camp enmity between Hagar and her son and Abraham and Sarah and Isaac now God said unto Abraham let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman and all that Sarah hath said unto thee hearken unto her voice for in Isaac shall thy seed be called and also of the son of the bondswoman will I make a nation because he is thy seed and Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away and she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba I don't know why <clears throat> excuse me Abraham didn't load her up with some gold and silver too and some cattle maybe he did but doesn't mention it here because he was a wealthy man that would have been the right thing to do I think but Ishmael nonetheless became a mighty man later on we'll find out about that so Hagar and Ishmael they've departed and they wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba and the water was spent in the bottle she ran out of water and she cast the child under one of the shrubs and she went and sat down over against him a good way off as it were a bow shot for she said and let me not see the death of the child and she sat over against him and lift up her voice and wept and God heard the voice of the lad and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her what eleth thee Hagar what's wrong fear not for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is arise lift up the lad and hold him in thine hand for I will make him a great nation and God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad to drink and God was with the lad with Ishmael and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer 
And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran. And his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. So that's uh, good information on the genealogy here. Ishmael, he was son of Hagar, the Egyptian, and Abraham, the Hebrew. In Indonesia, they would call him a baby mix, a mom and dad of two different nationalities. Over here, Jeremiah and Judah and Jemima are baby mix. Dad is American. Um, I'm an American southern boy from Georgia, born and raised in Georgia. Redneck is part of my heritage. Love my iced tea in the mason jar. Give me some grits and biscuit for breakfast with my eggs. That reminds me, i got to get Mama the recipe to make biscuits. We still haven't done that over here. But I'm, she knows how to make grits. I don't eat them every day, but just saying. Iced tea. Part of being Southern. Uh, and then they've got a Mama who's Indonesian, who likes spicy food. And uh, a fruit over here which has the worst smell you ever smell. It's called durian. Look it up. It's called the stinky fruit. And the Indonesians love it. And many Malaysians love it. And it's so stinky that I was in a hotel in Kuala Lumpur where I would go when I had to make those visa runs and uh, called the Sunway Putra. If you're ever in Kuala Lumpur, that's the hotel to stay at. It's a nice accommodation. It's not very expensive, about 50 or 60 bucks a night. And it's uh, built right next door to the big Sunway Putra mall so you can leave your hotel and go right next door and walk to this big you know big mall and you don't have to go very far to eat but uh, there would be notices there in the hotel uh, no durian because a lot of the pilgrims you know they would come through the uh, Malaysia area from other countries and they would bring that durian fruit into the room and it starts stinking up the hallway so I'm married to an Indonesian that loves stinky fruit and uh, garlic puts that in the refrigerator open it up it almost overwhelms me sometimes it's got so bad I have to scream no more and uh, she cooks spicy spicy food the sambal sauce it's made of um, all these chili peppers and uh, a mega man has a nose that uh, any bloodhound would envy I can pick up on that stuff Next thing you know, she's cooking downstairs. I can smell those peppers. And, uh, you know, I like sweet bell peppers, things like that. But these are like habanero. I mean, the peppers that go in there. You need a gas mask when you're stirring that stuff. And uh, next thing you know, I begin to cough and the babies are coughing. I'm like, good grief. What are you doing? Don't do it. No more. I banned it, but she doesn't listen to me. Because you don't tell an Indonesian they can't have, especially a batak, that they can't have their sambal sauce. It's so spicy. Uh, I go into coughing spasms. That stuff is so irritant, man. It's horrible. I often wonder if that's why we've had some issues over here. When Jonah said, I think you're irritating their lungs. You've got to stop that stuff. This is insanity. No more. No more spicy. Um, but differences in 
you know, food, difference in skin color. Mega Man is white. Not pasty white, like Stephen Sawyer's, who I grew up with. So pasty he was. I've never seen someone more white and pasty. Stephen Sawyer's. He had, uh, he looked like an albino. He had um, red hair, thick rim, glasses like Coke bottles. And we were friends. He was like a, you know, a nerd, and so was I, but we were friends. And he would come over to the house sometime and spend the night. And uh, he was very strange. He would put deodorant on his feet. I've never seen anybody put deodorant on their feet. You ever seen that? I'm like, what are you putting on your feet for? So that's how you know get rid of stinky feet. Speaking of stinky feet, I knew a guy one time. His name was Sean, and uh, he would go to our church, and he also rode my school bus. Sean Neff. He was a German guy, very came very strange. Um, he would come over to the parsonage, uh, my grandparents' house, uh, there in Alexander, Virginia, and. Um, you know when Sean hadn't taken a bath because he smelled like Fritos. And I'm like, Sean, what's up, man? Your feet smell like Fritos. You took your shoes off? Come on, what's going on? Well, we Germans only take a bath once a week, he said. Maybe he was telling the truth. I couldn't figure it out. He said, once a week? That's all we do, take a bath once a week. And uh, he had some issues. Sean had a little bit of mental issues because... When he began to tell me and my grandfather that uh, his grandfather had run a 500-mile marathon and won nonstop, he said, ran, his grandfather, who was like 80 years old, ran 500 miles nonstop and won. And then he said, uh, Sean told me, he, this was like when I was in ninth, eighth grade, he said uh, he was a uh, one-star general in the U.S. Army Reserve. Then I know he had lost it. And he actually believed what he was telling us, so. But there wasn't a lot of uh, young people went to the church, so you had to make friends with whoever you could. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do we get off on that? Sean, uh, Sean Neff and Stephen Sawyers. I'll never forget them. I wonder what happened to them. Probably Stephen Sawyers became a computer nerd because he had a Commodore VIC-20. And I'd go over to his house, and I didn't have a computer yet. And this VIC-20, it had all of like uh, 2K. I think that's all it had, memory. And there used to be this uh, whack-a-mole game that you could play on that Commodore VIC-20. Smaller version of the Commodore 64. That was a computer to have. I digress. I better come back. I'll start talking about 8-bit days. Uh, I've lost my way. Where are we at now? Okay, wait a minute. I'll find, the, I'll find the path back here. We were talking about baby mix over here in Indonesia. Jeremiah, June, and Jemima. They're half Indonesian. And then dad is uh, American white boy from Georgia and uh, you know what we <clears throat> white with a little bit with you know Narita's got that uh, you know kind of that uh, cocoa skin deep tan it, it produced a pretty uh, good breed of children and um, what I did not know is the Indonesians they just go crazy over baby mixes because they're, they're an anomaly um, and usually they turn out be pretty good looking kids so it was very strange when uh, j- j- uh, excuse me um, get tongue twisted with three J's when Jeremiah was a baby people would literally come up to us 
as we were pushing around on a baby stroller and want to take pictures with him. I never seen anything like this. It's like a celebrity. And literally, I, I remember where they would ask to hold him and then pose for a picture. And they'd go away smiling. And uh, now we're at the point where someone approached Narita and uh, encouraged her to get Jeremiah a manager and try out for some modeling. She said, can I let him do that? And I said, well, okay. Wants to model clothes? Let's do it. So who knows? Maybe an acting gig comes after that. At any rate, uh, it's kind of funny. How was I getting on that? Oh, we, okay. I found my way back. Uh, Ishmael was a baby mix. Very interesting. Mother Egyptian. And then Abraham. And he was Hebrew, right? Well, God took care of him. And he, was, he became a archer. Speaking of archer, there, I found out they have archery classes over here. And there's a lot of adults that take them. And I guess it's the Japanese style. They have these long bows. And they get out there and they practice uh, archery. Do we do that still in America? They used to have an archery club, I think, up in Gainesville, Georgia, come to think of it. Over to gun range. They also had an archery range. But uh, Anybody doing archery? Does anybody bowl anymore? Anybody? Is there any bowling alleys left in America? Any skating rings? I think those are even more rare. I was thinking about some of these things that you see pop up in these countries over here. And I'm like, uh, bowling? I remember we used to do that in the 70s. Skating? Remember that too? Anything left in America? Just curious. Or is everybody playing uh, Nintendo? Let me know. When was the last time you bowled Went to a skating ring, and if you've ever done any archery. Okay. If you're in Texas, probably so. Let's get back to the word. So, and he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a a wife out of the land of Egypt, Egypt. Okay, so he's married with her people came to pass at that time that Abimelech we're not done with Abimelech are we the king and Fishal the chief captain of his host spake unto Abraham saying God is with thee in all that thou do <clears throat> now therefore swear unto me here by God that thou wilt not deal falsely with me nor with my son nor with my son's son his grandchildren but according to the kindness that I have done unto thee that Thou shalt do unto me, and to the land wherein thou hast sojourned. Sojourned. So Abraham has not yet inherited the land. And that promise really will come later, right? To the children of Israel. What God promises to do is going to multiply them, and their number will be greater than the stars of heaven. And God will bring them into their land. Let's see how far Abraham gets. But right now, Abimelech wants Abraham to make a a pact with him. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because of a well of water, which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. And Abimelech said, I would not who had done this thing, neither did thou tell me, neither yet heard I of it but today. And Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them unto Abimelech. And both of them made it a covenant. And Abraham set seven 
ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What mean these seven ewe lambs which thou hast set by themselves? And he said, For these seven ewe lambs, let me look that up. What does you mean? I've forgotten the meaning of that. Meaning of word, is it, how do you pronounce it, folks? Help me out. You? Oo? Okay, female sheep. Especially an adult one. Okay. These are female sheep. Abraham set seven female lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abimelech said unto him, unto Abraham, What do you mean with these seven female lambs which you have set by themselves? And he said, For these seven female lambs shalt thou take of my hand, that they may be a witness unto me, that I have digged this well. Wherefore, he called that place Beersheba, because there they swear both of them. Thus they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech rose up and Phicol, the chief captain of the host, and they returned unto the land of the Philistines. Is it Philistines or Philistines? I've called it both ways over the years, but I always knew what they were. And I knew that I didn't want to be part of the Philistines. Didn't go well for Goliath and the Philistines did it. And there are some today that seem to be over there on the side of the Philistines. What do you mean, Omega Man? Well, they're against Israel. They're against the, quote, Zionist. That means they're against God, who is a Zionist. They're against the covenant that God made with Abraham and Isaac, the child of promise, to give certain land, which is delineated in scriptures, to the land of to the, the people of Israel, the twelve tribes. For an inheritance, God gave it to the twelve tribes. And if you say you're a Zionist, that means you're in support of Israel's right to all the land that God deeded them. God owns the land. He can give it to whoever he wants. And he gave land that would be uh, the land of the various tribes, the 12 tribes, forever. As long as the earth lasts, at least. Yet they're not in possession of all of it right now. And there's many that are anti-Israel and anti-God when they say that Israel should be forced to give up land that God gave them. Why? Because they don't agree with God or His Word. And maybe they're jealous of Isaac and his birthright. They think maybe it should go to Ishmael, the Egyptian. Half Egyptian, half Hebrew. And God never said that he was going to throw Ishmael under the bus. He said he was going to make of him a great nation, which God has. But as to specific land, this land was not given to Ishmael. It was given Isaac and the tribes. And uh, people have a problem with that. And so they attack Israel. They get over there and really they've joined the 
forces of the Philistines and some of the church how many people they just get angry and when you begin to talk about Israel they don't like Israel or the Zionist this or Zionist that blame Israel for everything that's a wrong spirit to have that's a spirit of Adolf Hitler spirit of the Philistine and uh, you want to fight Israel you're fighting God and that never worked out for anybody embrace Israel and their right to all the land that God gave them bless Israel and God will bless you curse them God's going to curse you well Abimelech Phicol they returned into the land of the Philistines and Abraham he planted a grove in Beersheba and called there on the name of Yahovah the name of the Lord capital L-O-R-D who is the Lord the everlasting God and Abraham sojourned in the Philistines land many days okay we're going to stop right there hope you're enjoying um, speak my words sometimes we do take a detour thankfully I got back to where I detoured from today talking about baby mix and uh, praise the Lord well is it already Thursday well we lost today because of 4th of July and brother Gary Stafford was not on tonight because I gave him the day off Um, hard to get guests for 4th of July week so I said take off tonight we're going to be back tomorrow we got Dr. Hanson and Joseph Ferrari tomorrow more speak my word and uh, we're well into July. I've got to wrap this thing up for you. I see a bunch of slots i got to fill. Okay, well, I'm, I'm making contact with people. And uh, we're going to fill it up for you. Don't worry. Plus, I've got the reloaded program. I've got three shows I've cut. I've just got to figure out what the titles are on them. I'm going to upload those for you here in a bit. And uh, I want to thank all of you who are tuning in. If you don't have the Podbean app, hey, it's a great free app. And uh, you can subscribe once you've got that on your phone to both the channels, and it'll alert you when you've, we've got new uploads for you. Then just hit play, and you're ready to go. Uh, or there's 10 other platforms that carry the feeds. If you like uh, Apple iTunes or Spotify or Amazon Music or Google Play, there's many different options. Pandora, go to our website, click on the link for Omega Man Radio Podbean, and that'll take you over and you'll see the icons and you can just choose the apps that you want to use to listen to the programs you you care to listen to. We've got new stuff coming out every day, Monday through Friday, both from Omega Man and also the Reloaded side. Don't forget, sign up to my Substack If you're interested in periodic updates, emails, uh, well, send out maybe a video to watch or today, how you can get your long distance bill down to $15 a month if you want to prepay for a year. And they've got, you know, unlimited plans up to 40 bucks. I mean, pretty pretty good rates over there. Um, I'm getting ready to cancel AT&T in the next 24 hours. I already called them today. I said, do I need to do anything else? They said, no, when you have completed your transfer of your phone over to Mint, which is where I went, uh, that'll cancel out your plan here. I'm going to save, man, all kinds of money. I just cut my uh, cell phone bill massively uh, by going to Mint. And if you're on my Substack, you'll see the coupon code over there. Click on that and give me a few credits, and you can get uh, signed up for 
Uh, any of the plans that they give you for the first 90 days, just $15 a month. And then after 90 days over, if you want to continue, you choose the plan you want, and they've got multiple packages, anywhere from 15 to $40. So, hey, you can't beat that. Great deal over there. Try it out. See if you like it. You can take bring your own number if you want. It works with SIM chips, eSIMs, everything. It's really great. I'm all about saving money at this juncture in my life. Money um, is not easy to come by these days. And uh, got to make every dollar count. And everywhere we can shave off a little bit, it's a good thing to do it. Get our financial affairs in order. Hard times are coming. So we need to be good stewards of what we still have access to. Father God, bless everybody out there tuning in tonight. We thank you that you will direct our paths as we seek you and acknowledge you. You'll make our path straight. We ask that you do that for us. Our Father, Yahovah, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine art the kingdom and the power and the glory forever in Jesus Christ's name we pray God surround us all with your warrior angels help us all Father God in Jesus name we pray Amen thank you folks for tuning in go to my website omegamanradio.com if you wish to come on board with me and help fuel these broadcasts we could use your help we have PayPal there, we've got Zelly, GoFundMe, I've got Cash App now for the first time in many years I couldn't do that for a long time they needed my driver's license and I don't drive in America unfortunately I'm not eligible for my license because you've got to be a resident somewhere all I have is my P.O. box left in Vegas so but thank God, they lifted the requirement. You do it with a passport. And I said, okay, great, let's try it. I really like it. So we got PayPal, Cash App, GoFundMe, for those that don't use anything else, but you got a credit card, it works. We've got Zelly now. That works pretty good. Some use that. And, uh, of course, we have a mailing address if you want to write to me. I get that mail about once a month. I'll have it picked up. We go through it. So uh, all that information right there on my one-page website. OmegaManRadio.com. While you're there, scroll to the bottom. Try your hand at Pac-Man, Missile Command, Lunar Lander, and even Centipede. <laughs> Old school. If I could get Castle Wolfenstein, uh, 2D, that'd be great. I'd love to put that up there. Okay, folks, love you all. Thank you. In Jesus' name, we'll see you next time. I'm going to close out with a song.